0: to the very first episode of that's ride the podcast i'm Anya mcintyre the founder editor and co-creative director of fried magazine and joining me are issue one's writers katie Melville and molly Clooney.
1: hello
0: hello and issue one's creative director and designer ferruc leo
2: hello
0: Fried magazine launched its first edition earlier this year and I just want to take this opportunity to say again thanks so much to everyone who's listening to this now or bought a copy or clicked the follow button. It really means so much like we sold so many copies pretty much instantly everything was gone and we're really aware that because of that we obviously had a small number of copies so obviously a lot of people who are listening to this are who have been following us on Instagram haven't got to read the magazine. So we thought, why not create a podcast to maybe hear a little bit about it instead. So before we get into all of that, I figured the best place to start telling you about fried is right from the beginning and where the general idea came from. Um, I think a lot of people already know that I'm a journalism student in UL. So naturally, like my biggest love is writing and I've always loved fashion too. So for a long time, I thought I was going to end up like writing for Vogue or something that's just assumed where that's where I assumed I was headed um but to be honest as much as I do love dressing up and fashion and all of that I don't actually enjoy writing about it um I'd much rather write on social issues or politics um I think you can relate to that a little bit Molly
3: um, definitely, yeah. Um, I started a blog when I think I was about 17. I think I just turned 17 when I started my blog. And after maybe like a year or so of writing in it, kind of pretty much constantly, um, I kind of was running out of things to say to do with, um, with, say, fashion. And not that that's a bad thing, but I guess I just realized that uh, there was a lot more to me than just fashion and talking about clothes. Like I wanted to have a voice for other things. So I think when Anya asked me to join the magazine, I was kind of like jumped at the opportunity because the way she was describing it was like fashion, politics and kind of not just um, sticking it to style and stuff. So that was definitely why I wanted to get involved and really love the idea of it. Yeah,
0: like I had like a similar, obviously, realization to Molly where I was like, I just don't want everything to be about fashion and I want to write about so much more. And when I started to kind of think about this and realize that Like, I love dressing up, but I don't like writing about it. I started to think about if I was to write for a magazine, what my ideal magazine would be. And I couldn't really think of any that already existed that fit what I wanted. Like, I've definitely always been like a hard copy book kind of person. And like, Kindle was just never a thing for me. Like, so I knew digital magazines wasn't where I wanted to end up. I wanted print. Like, despite what everyone says about print being a dead industry, that's where I wanted to head um but I just couldn't think of anything that fit that and the problem is nowadays with print magazines is like they're all made up of like 90% adverts there's just so much to look at but there's just not much to read
1: I think the thing is with like a hard copy though like you physically like have it in your hands so it's so much more special than because like if you're just on social media and you just give off like a digital copy like you'll just scroll past it and you won't think about it twice you know whereas if you physically have it like it's just so much more special
0: yeah like it means so much more something you're more inclined to read it too um yeah definitely yeah yeah so that was kind of where my head was at then I was like okay like what I want is like a combination of a newspaper and a magazine and I started to like play around this idea a little bit more like I I worked in New York last summer and I was working in an office sometime during the week and I just kind of started Like I used to have, a sometimes I would have free time or wouldn't have something to do. Probably should have been doing something else. But, you know, I just was sitting there at a desk in an office and I had a computer in front of me and I just started writing down all these ideas, but I didn't really know where they were headed. Like I didn't plan on actually doing anything, but it was actually one of my best friends. Like he was the one who convinced me that I should just make it happen. Like, why not just do it now? So I started like racking my brain, trying to think who I knew that could fit the vibe I was going for and might be available and interested to do it. And I thought of Molly and Katie, so I just asked both of them and I'll let them tell you the rest. Um,
3: yeah, it was, um, it was the start of last summer, I think, and Enya texted me saying, oh, I'm going to New York for the summer, like, we should meet up before I go. And I said, yeah, definitely. And she kind of pitched, like, an idea about a magazine. And um, it was very, very early stages. Like, it was, ba- like, I don't even know if we, like, had any of the ideas in the magazine that you said that day. I'm sure we had a few... But, like, it was completely different to how it actually came out, but we still had the general idea of a magazine. And um, I guess I kind of jumped at the opportunity because after a year of studying business in college, I kind of realized that I had lost um, that sort of creative outlet that I used to have in school. And I suppose when I was in school, I had time to do my blog. I was involved in, like, school magazine. And um, I I got such a thrill from doing stuff like that, whereas business, I suppose, in college kind of, Dulled that aspect of my life because um, I what they didn't really have time. Like, I was enjoying first year in college and I was also really busy with college work itself. So, I guess I just jumped at the opportunity to have something like a project like this that would like give me a voice and give the chance, give people a chance to like have their voice heard and stuff like that. So, I think like, that's why I wanted to get involved.
1: For me, um, it, yeah, it was. It was at the start of last summer because I remember I was living in Galway. And um, I remember, Molly, it was you who texted me. It was like, oh, like, Enya's, like, curious to see if you want to be part of a magazine. And I was like, what? Like, me? Like, why me? And all this. <laughs> and, like, I remember, Enya, you, like, sent me, like, this massive, like, uh, email. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is actually, like, quite serious. Like, I know, yeah. <laughs> And it was so long as well. And I, you were like, oh, like, I really like your Instagram. And I was like, oh, it's just all selfies. Like, I'm just really vain. like. <laughs> but, um. No, I actually, I loved the idea of, like, getting a part of it as well because, like, I wouldn't ever consider myself, like, very, very creative in, like, fashion or writing or anything like that. Like, I've absolutely no experience with writing whatsoever. So, like, kind of getting that experience of, like, even, like, coming up with the questions for the interviews and, like, actually doing the interviews and, like, trying to analyse, like the information like right down properly like do you know it was just it was such a good experience and as well for me like obviously I got to like go with Farouk uh to Dublin and be at the shoot for like Jafaris and Dale and Ayuba and like all of that was just like mad to me like I've never actually been like on a proper photo shoot like before and even when we did our photo shoot as well so like it was just a mad like experience to like actually like be a part of and like I think definitely when I first heard about it, like my trans article was definitely the one that I wanted to write about because it was it's it's an issue that like just isn't spoken about enough in Ireland and I knew that this magazine would definitely give us a voice and like it would be shared to younger people that like need to know about this. So I think that's that's pretty much why I got involved.
0: <laughs> like it definitely made it feel a lot more real when I had like asked both of the girls, like both of you, to get involved um like I knew then I kind of had enough people to like do the writing because I knew I definitely still wanted to be a part of the writing myself um but then I I just started to think about like the photography and like design aspects that was kind of what was left to sort and like for a while I did kind of toy around with the idea of trying to do all of that myself because like I said like I had spent so much time like planning what I wanted and like making vision boards and like I had quite a clear vision So I was like, oh, maybe I'll like teach myself because I had like a bit of experience with InDesign from college. But like looking back, that was just so crazy to even think that as well, because I was heading into my second half of my co-op for college. And like I at the time, I didn't even realize how busy I was going to be. But like it was just crazy. So I wouldn't have even had time to do it so I I knew Farouk anyway we were friends and I knew he did graphic design and like I knew you'd done projects too Farouk. like you know I'd went to like some of your projects for A eight and stuff so I thought you'd be a good person to get on board so that's when I asked Farouk.
2: yeah um so I came on board basically um Initially, you, pre- you kind of presented the idea to me as a just as a design opportunity to kind of allow me to have a space to show my design work, um, and then you sort of pitched your vision of the magazine and sort of what you had in mind and like what the content would look like. Um, spoke about the girls and stuff, and um, it was definitely something that was quite interesting to me, um, just because I like taking on creative projects anyway, and um, as well with 858 that you mentioned, um, like 858 I started out was um as a platform a creative platform just for people around me my friends to kind of give them an opportunity and i saw the magazine as a possible additional sort of outlet for that sort of so that sort of thing so i could sort of um in like introduce or like um just i guess introduce my friends to a new platform basically or introduce people that i knew that i thought would be interesting and would fit in with the magazine sort of vision and um, give them a creative platform, as well as giving myself a creative outlet to sort of take photos and um, show off some of my design ability. That's why I got on board.
1: Um, so me and Molly had like pretty similar roles. Like we kind of like took on board uh, some interviews and then like just writing about them. So I interviewed Ayuba, Dale, Jafares, uh, Noah, and Kai and um I thought this was such a like good opportunity for me anyway like as I said like I hadn't done it before and it was like it was mad like just to even when we were doing the interview with like uh Dale and Auba like it was just it was like after hours in the shop but like it was such a good opportunity because we got to see like a bit of like total vintages like photo shoot uh with teferies and stuff like that so that was mad and um like it was so good as well because, like, I was obviously like as a writer, there was so much content that we had. Like, especially with Shafaris. there was just so many questions. I think we had like maybe what freak was it like forty minutes? Like the interview was like forty minutes or something like that.
2: Yeah, it was all the yeah. I think all the interviews that we ended up recording were about an hour or so, give or take, maybe just less than an hour.
1: Um. Yeah. So we literally, there's so many questions that like we didn't even get the opportunity to mention in the magazine so like we could definitely like obviously on another podcast like add in a few of them uh because there was so much interesting information like especially like with Jafariz I just saw like his whole like aspect on like his, his whole opinion on life and like his music career and everything it was just really interesting but um and then Molly you interviewed with Jigsaw and...
3: Yeah, I was actually going for um, counselling at the time with Jigsaw in Galway and um, I kind of thought, like, you know, that obviously mental health was kind of an important aspect of the magazine and to include it, especially in this day and age, is important. And um, I thought, like, I just kind of, like, was so impressed by the setup in Galway and in Jigsaw and how, like, efficient they were, how friendly they were, like, just how welcoming a place it is. And I just thought, like, oh, this place is just so cool. Like, it'd be so great if I could get someone in here to, um, for an interview and see just to answer questions that, like, people would have people who are apprehensive about counselling or, like, going to, like, get help or something. Like, I just thought, like, it'd be such a good, like, you know, place to, um, find someone to interview. And yeah, that was kind of it. And I chose. Alico there and she was just amazing she was so easy to work with she's just so nice and like I think that kind of I think it kind of shows in the article like that it is a friendly place it's such a great place and I'm so glad that they wanted to get involved in the magazine because for young people it's just definitely something that needs to be talked about more and now that there's kind of the article kind of covers that in such a way that like a lot of like frequently asked questions you could say like of people who maybe have never been to counselling like they're all covered there so it's kind of it was a great opportunity really
1: yeah that's fantastic
3: and as well katie like i think what you were saying is about how you got the opportunity to you know go to um interview dale and all that stuff i think um fright like our magazine definitely does a great job at like kind of i suppose the face behind the business i think we had such like a good um insight into like so many businesses especially in Dublin I suppose and I think we do a fantastic job of like showing off those uh faces I just
1: think I love how it's all so Irish based as well like do you know it's all entrepreneurs musicians like the fact that like we're all like Irish ourselves and like we've all like come together and like created this like through like writing skills and, like, photography and, like, design skills and everything like that. Yeah. I just, I love how it's so Irish-based, though, like, it's, like,
0: it's actually rare enough to find. Yeah, no, it's true, because, like, it's true. like, it's like, true, also, yeah, like it is. as well, so, like, wanting to actually make the magazine, because, like, I read, you know, Molly, I know you definitely did, we both read Kiss magazine when we were younger, but, like, Kiss has been gone for <laughs> yeah. years, and, like, the content in say... Kiss was, like, a lot, like, for a younger age group but, like, nothing, there was no transition, there was nothing for, like, an Irish girl, you know, changing from when you're, like, 13 or 14 to when you get older, there was no magazine to replace that, unless you want to read, like, I don't know, like, country magazine or, like, image or something, yeah, they're the only Irish ones and, like, there's nothing really in that for a girl who's, like, under, I don't know, like, 30, but... Um,
1: I think it's probably because like social media became such a big thing as well that like magazines started to die down about us yeah because, it's true so they weren't really like catering for people that age
3: I think um like you said earlier Inya you said that like the print industry is kind of becoming a bit dead but I yeah. don't I don't think um that's I kind of too. true anymore Definitely I feel like we're kind of doing a 360
0: Cause Cause you know I feel like we've had our
3: phase of social stuff, media and all it's that just like, yeah and I, I think know, people are for
0: like older generation, but I think for us we're more like we're still in the like we want cool magazines for our coffee tables and like you so know shit like that it's like we're still at that yeah
2: percent yeah def- i think print is definitely seen a, a definitely seen a resurgence anyway um mm-hmm. i don't think print is going to die anytime soon yeah definitely it might just look yeah. that way because obviously the main thing at the moment is digital but i think um, people who really care about it are always going to stick by it
0: yeah i agree you know, it's just... do you want to say any more Fruk, about your role or anything
2: yeah so um the sort of like the magazine came to me as a sort of i thought it was a, it would be a really cool sort of um, collaborative opportunity to put design work out there um, and also like i said to put people or talent that i saw just around uh, Ireland on a platform. I think it is really cool as well that we had it sort of all Irish. Like it's the, every single person in that magazine is based in Ireland. And it was even like the, the printers that we used were Irish as well. So it's like an Irish made magazine full of just Irish culture. Yeah. And even though it's yeah. like, it's, a, it's an Irish magazine, it's very, very multicultural um, with the content as well. Um, yeah
0: it's definitely universal like
2: 100% um, still relevant in other really, places really cool. like... like even with the yeah like the Jafaris the Jafaris Jaff- uh, interview like Jafaris is someone that I knew of more so than knew personally um like we were we'd be sort of in similar circles up in Dublin and I I'd know people he he knows and vice versa and uh when we were doing the shoot with an interview with Dale and Ayuba like because I I've known them for a few years now um but I didn't know Jafaris that well and Jafaris was just in the shop and then we just it just happened to I just asked him I was like do you are you free tomorrow like would you be up for doing the shoot maybe because someone else that we're supposed to do an interview with um, it, like it just wasn't going to pan out and then he got on board and then he ended up being the cover as well so I think it was just it was uh, quite interesting and I feel like um, the magazine sort of allowed for those sort of just off the cuff kind of things which I think is quite cool. Um, that it wasn 't so rigid and stuff like that um my role was i guess more art direction and uh create art direction co creative direction design and photography um so they were my my just my main inputs to the magazine um i think the mag the the articles as well that the girls wrote i think really allowed for the design itself to be contextual um or sorry conceptual um so like a lot of the designs aren 't just just there to look pretty, like some of them are meant to say something that aligns with uh, the article itself. So I thought it was quite interesting as well. And uh, it was a good opportunity as well to kind of put conceptual design out there in a magazine format.
0: And that was like really important to like the magazine as well and fried because like the whole thing was about like, you know, being more than like just being looking pretty or like pretty adverts or pretty pictures you know it was always about the content so even like for you know the story on like jack cregan and like anorexia that was like really cool the way it was represented in the magazine like the design work yeah i love that
1: i love the photography of that like the whole idea that they connected
0: it was like the color scheme and everything like it just everything did tie together like that was the thing about the magazine like all the little details like actually mattered and stuff um yeah.
1: yeah. Like even for my trans article, my friend Eve Kennedy like did illustrations. And I love Farouk how you like got the colours so from the, the illustrations and yeah. made that like the print colour as well.
0: I thought that was yeah, really that well was done. cool. It all tied yeah. together.
3: I think um I loved what um uh, what is was his name again? Is it Sean yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That did yeah, the yeah. Uh, brown the brownie. Oh, I basically I've been saying this since day one. Like I am always with his graphics. Like how many times have I said that to you? Like, I just think he is so cool, like I just love his like style.
0: Yeah, did you see I was looking like stock his Instagram <laughs> and like he's made like Gives for like
3: Kendall I Jenner. Kendall Jenner is like you. was like, cool. cool. and stuff. so talented oh. What the
1: um, fuck?
2: It was really like so good because like all the different artists and stuff that I've worked with in the past with a 5 like I really wanted to give, see like how many like opportunities I could give. And I think there's in total, there's probably four or three or four, at least three or four artists um, who I've worked with before um, who true. were able to sort of feature in the magazine. And um, I think that was a really cool thing as well because it kind of gives yeah. people who might not normally get an opportunity to get published yeah. um, to sort of put stuff out, like students yeah. um, who are sort of they're not even out the door yet of like college or being educated, and they can kind of get their name in a magazine, which I think is a really really good opportunity that uh, Fried um, allowed for.
3: I think um, the first time like that we saw the physical copies, it was kind of like. It was just such a like an amazing like feeling like when I saw Fried with Jafar in the cover for the first time like and I held it in my hand I was like oh my god like yeah, we actually did it like we actually created something
2: yeah, it's very that surreal isn't there experience. but I don't
3: think it's there anyway I've never read anything like Fright. I think it's I think it's so unique and I think it's so different and
1: my original copy I brought to my friends in Galway. And we were at Prink's and um, I was showing everybody because I was so chuffed with it. And I came like back an hour later and someone had to Buck Buckfast all over it. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> no. so sad. The Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> I was so thick. I was literally like storing around the place being like, who's
0: drinking Buckfast? like, <laughs> oh, it was so bad. Yeah. yeah like... I don't think I like realized that it actually was like such a cool thing to do or something like even one of my best friends like you know Kelsey she um was on her Erasmus when like it launched so she wasn't able to get like a physical copy but she made me like keep her one so I like dropped it I did like a little quarantine drop off I dropped it at the wall of her house (laughs) last week and like she's been reading it and she's literally just like can't like believe it like and I don't know it's crazy then hearing it from like your friends like reading your stuff and
3: and yeah I agree with you so much with that like I didn't realize how big a deal it was until the launch had happened and it was kind of the day after the launch and people were like texting me and like saying like oh my god that's so cool like such a great job and I'm like I did not realize how cool it was going to be until other people started saying it to me like I just thought like it was just a project we were working on and I guess then it kind of started hitting me especially at the launch because same. that was such a good evening that like it was just kind of like wow all these people kind of came because I we made a magazine like it was it was our magazine that they were there for and it was just it's yeah, just a lovely experience it was just
0: mad like because
1: did I tell you um uh this is just another funny story but like after the launch you know the way we all like <laughs> split up like by an accident
0: oh and... you told me about this <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> and um I don't even know what nightclub was was my first time going out in Limerick and um I had like my big like Uh, backpack with me and like the bouncer is like oh like can I like look inside your bag like see if you have any drink blah 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 and I was like, yeah, no problem. And I was like, look, my shoes, my makeup bag, and I was like, oh my god, look at this magazine! I literally just launched like an hour ago. And he was like, oh, okay, like that's pretty cool. And I was like, um, yeah. And I was like, obviously, I was like fairly tipsy at this stage. So I was like, oh my god, yeah, it's got like fashion and like all photography, and it's all Irish based. And he was like, <laughs> right, okay, like you stand to the side there and start checking loads of people's IDs while I stand to the like I was stand to the side. While I stand to the side, I was like, guys, look, it's me. Look, that's me in the magazine there. And they were like, oh my god. Wow and then I literally ended up like selling one of my original copies again to the fucking bouncer like
0: <laughs> that oh, is so, so funny, funny that the bouncer bought one. I, know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even I can't even remember <laughs> it now, what Nagler but was like Oh it's gas so
0: that's gas <laughs> Yeah that's, like my role in the magazine was just a bit of everything like because I don't know I guess I said like edit the stories write like everything but it was like it was such a fun time at the same time like it was fun doing everything
2: yeah Yeah. it was was a pretty surreal experience even just like when I got the magazines delivered and like I because I'm in college every day at like eight in the morning or half eight and it came I wasn't expecting delivery to come in so early and it came in about I think about half eight or nine and i was in my studio on my own and i went down and collected it and uh, went up the elevator and i was kind of scared to open the box because i was like it's like as soon as you open yeah. this mag, this box like that's it like there's no like you can't it exists yeah. now so and then i opened it up and i was just like oh it's kind of low i was just shook like it was just it was such a cool cool experience i think it's it's nice to, to have worked we didn't even work on it for that long i think that's something that a lot of people might not realize is that we haven't been working on this magazine for like a year or two years or anything like we did everything that's in that magazine in the space of i think three to four months and like the yeah, whole the whole design the a... whole design process for me like was about it was maybe two or three just under three weeks um but that's just i that's just my I prefer to work in that way, but at the same time it's just like we we put in a lot of work into this like over a very yeah. very short period of time, mm-hmm. and the fact that it managed yeah, to come out the way it did and like all the praise that we got from like family friends. Like, it was just, it was so, it was just yeah. a surreal experience.
1: Seeing that support
0: at the launch party was so lovely, like. And it was all during, like, it wasn't like we had a lot of time to spare to be doing this. Like, yeah. you were, you had exams in college, I like, mean, during final your final year. year for, yeah. I was doing, like, my co-op. Like, I was doing most of this before I would go into, like, an internship, like, a, like for my job. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> so, it was like, we had a lot going on, but we, like, made it yeah, work. It was so funny. Which I think was nice, too, because it wasn't like it was just, like, a fluke. Like, it wasn't like accidental like everything was so intentional and we actually put so much time into it yeah um, it's,
3: it's kind of mad so. as well because i feel like i was so kind of focused on it that like i wasn't really thinking of telling people like i know, and, you know we kept it we chose to keep it as secret for ages but kind of um i think when it came out like there same. was a lot of people I was the like, same. that yeah. would have I been i would have been really close to that i actually hadn't told until they actually so I was at the launch and they saw it like on social media and whatever and they're like Molly, like you kept this so quiet like how like and I was like I guess I was just so focused on actually doing the work that I yeah, forgot I completely like well. to like tell people about it like same Promoted.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was the same yeah. even like I was working in a media company and I like didn't think to tell everyone I was working with for ages that I was doing this they were all like what is wrong with you like but yeah you just like forget or something I don't know because I forgot that it was going to be a thing that other people could see because at the time I was doing it for myself like just because I enjoyed doing it but then it was like oh I think okay. the first
3: time I kind of realized it was like a big deal or a serious deal I suppose firstly when I first held one of the magazines that's fair enough but like when we walked into the the venue what was it the Armston House in Limerick or, was
2: something? House yeah oh House. like when it's we else, walked yeah.
3: in there like I think like I, I I teared up a small bit like I was like this is just this is actually a big deal like and it was kind of like all this work is finally being like we're finally showcased in our magazine and people are going to get to see it and it was just such a surreal moment like it was just all oh, it was unreal yeah.
1: yeah I loved at the launch the way sick. like it was set up like the photo shoots in the magazine too I thought that was such a good idea
0: yeah it was nice
2: yeah it was so sick and i think it's cool as well that we had two launches as well that we had one in limerick and then we had one up in dublin as well yeah
1: I yeah think that
2: worked out yeah. really well that kind um, of i think we really did to need to have one in dublin 100%. as well though
3: because so many of our yeah. articles like were based on people from dublin so like to give them yeah. the opportunity to like go and see it and stuff is kind of important as well and so because we're all based around the limerick area as well I suppose we had to have one close to home as well
2: Exactly, like, and I'm from Dublin
1: as well, so it was important for me yeah. to have to kind of show all my friends yeah, yeah. what I've been working on. So basically, that was how "fried" was born, I suppose. Um, if you haven't connected the dots by now or read the explanation over on Instagram, "fried" comes from the phrase uh, "bigger fish to fry" than looking pretty, uh, and add to the fact that magazine prioritizes content overlooks but doesn't abandon them completely
2: Friday issue zero zero one consisted of 88 pages five chapters 16 stories with topics ranging from anorexia to soccer to sustainable sustainable fashion
0: and that wraps up the very first episode of that's fried the podcast um thank you all so much for listening we hope you enjoyed it in next week's episode we're going to talk a little bit more about the actual stories that feature in issue one and a little bit about our favorite ones Um, so don't forget to listen to that one that'll definitely be a good one Um, and in the meantime stay safe and stay fried